0: all you nostalgic runaways
1: welcome to 9021 here we go the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the beverly hills 90210 franchise from fox to the cw
0: one of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice
1: i'm kendra mickles and i'm seeing these episodes for the first time
0: i'm nick gunning and i've seen them all
1: our show is brought to you by the radio meanwhile network other shows on the network include Maddie's Music Got Me Like, previously on X Men and This and Dorian Life. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: That's right, and I feel like we should make note of the fact that Kendra's audio will be good again. <laughs> we're just, we're just in the midst, We're just in the midst of a weird transition, so it's either this or we skip episodes, and we got to get through these Tracy episodes fast I, we're
1: nearing the end i can feel it we I have feel it in to my
0: soul. get through them so anyway everybody's just gonna have to deal <laughs> today we're discussing beverly hills 9020 season 7 episode 23 storm warnings yep
1: storms are brewing that's true let's tune in to see tv
0: this year you can replay each day at five right here on your very own news network CUTV.
1: This episode originally aired on March 19th, 1997. Birthdays on March 30th, our own Ian Ziering turned 33. That's right. Playing a
0: 20-year-old? 20, 20 20 yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: He honestly doesn't look 33.
0: No, I think he gets away with it okay.
1: In April, Matt Lanter, who is Liam in the CW years, turned 14.
0: So he's pretty much age-appropriate for... <laughs> he's like a better age yep. it's it's fine it's fine
1: on march 21st liar liar with jim carrey and mara Turney. oh
0: my gosh kendra i remember seeing this in theaters we quoted it constantly the him grabbing the little uh pine tree being like i'm taking this it was like constantly constantly did we quote this movie <laughs> have you seen it i don't think i've
1: seen it all the way through oh my i think gosh. i've just seen like random scenes yeah
0: it. oh it's so funny it's so i don't know if everything holds up i haven't seen it in a long time but i believe in my heart that it's still magic
1: <laughs> the selena biopic featuring jennifer lawrence and edward james almost hit there jennifer lawrence
0: no jennifer lopez <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was like wait a second
0: okay there you go there you go pretty
1: sure it was jennifer lopez yeah you're right uh, and Edward James almost uh, hit theaters. I, I again, I can't believe I haven't seen this movie. No,
0: no, me neither.
1: If you're going to pick anyone to play Selena, clearly Jennifer Lopez is the best. Jennifer
0: choice. Lawrence, I think, would be an insulting choice. Uh, yeah,
1: Jennifer Lawrence. I, I don't would, think make any sense that at all. would.
0: That's that's the kind of stuff they would have done in the '90s, but in this case, they did not. They cast Jennifer Lopez correctly. <laughs>
1: March 26th, the animated film Cats Don't Dance, starring Scott Bakula, was released. Scott
0: Bakula. I love Scott Bakula. I've never seen this movie.
1: I think this is what he's most famous for, right? Probably. Scott Bakula
0: this of Cats Don't Dance fame. Yeah, is what people say.
1: <laughs> also in March 26th, The Devil's Own, with Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt.
0: Powerhouse cast, yeah.
1: I didn't know they were in a movie together. They
0: were in the movie The Devil's Own from 1997. My wife and I started this movie, and I think we had some parenting-related. Oh, we have to pause this and go take care of this like thing, and I, we never finished it. So I've never seen the end of this movie.
1: <laughs> but you got to get on that. I
0: guess so. I also have never seen the end of the the movie. What is that called? The Run Runaway Run? I can't remember that movie with the rock that's set in Brazil. We were seeing that. The rundown. We were seeing that the in th- we were seeing that in theaters back in the film days and it caught on fire and uh, they were like sorry everyone the film literally burned so we can't show any more of the movie <laughs> never saw the end of it Oh what
1: a time Yeah March 28th Turbo a Power Rangers movie premiered
0: I had moved on from Power Rangers at this point I didn't see any of the movies I saw the more recent like remake but I didn't see these
1: Yeah me either TV April 2nd Smart Guys Starring Taj it debuted on the WB. It would run for three seasons with fifty-one episodes. A pretty good, pretty good run. I really like Smart Guy. Oh, really? I never saw it. Yeah, the, the theme song is really, really catchy.
0: Oh, uh, I liked Sister Sister with the uh, Tia. Oh, yes. Yeah. Love Sister Sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, Smart Guy's is really good. Okay. I really enjoyed that show. Oh. Music on March nineteenth, the Monkees reunite for two sold-out <gasps> shows at Wembley Arena wow. in London.
0: I wish I liked the Monkees' 90s album, but I just don't.
1: You know what? Don't force it. that's,
0: that's, That's great advice. That's exactly what I'm doing.
1: March 26th, Danish band Aqua released their first album, Aquarium. The single Barbie Girl became a worldwide smash hit, reaching number one on many charts and being certified triple platinum in several countries, including the U.S., U.K., and Australia. There you go. If you want to hear more about Barbie Girl on on over to my 90s music podcast called 90s music got right like That's we did a whole episode on
0: that song. I sure remember this hitting big in 97. It was everywhere. It was kind of like, ooh, it's kind of a naughty song, you know, but uh every, every, yeah. everybody was singing it. Did they use this in the Barbie movie?
1: Um it's at, it's the credits. There's like a remix. Uh, okay,
0: okay. All right.
1: And yeah, I was waiting for Barbie Girl the whole time, but they they got it in there, right? Yeah, the you'd
0: have to. I mean, I think there'd be a revolt if it wasn't there.
1: <laughs> yeah for sure video games March 20th Tekken 3 was released in arcades before showing up on the PS1 yep. the following year some
0: people are Barbie girls Kendra was a Tekken girl
1: <laughs> I mean I was singing Barbie girl constantly okay all the time so you were both you were um, a Tekken
0: girl and a Barbie girl
1: <laughs> but I did love some Tekken 3 I know you did and one other thing to mention March 22nd the Haley box comet makes its closest swing toward Earth.
0: Hale-bop, yes. I do remember this, uh, and it's the only noteworthy thing about the comet passing in the 90s. That's the all we have to talk about. So
1: this is not Haley's Comet. This no, is ha- no, comet. this
0: is different. Yeah, Haley's Comet. Okay,
1: that's why I pronounced it that way. So yeah, Bob. bop comet. Haley's
0: Comet was its own thing. Hale-bop was a different thing, and I feel like it was... Like, Haley's Comet is more famous, but I feel like Hale-bop... I don't know. It was overshadowed by the tragedy. Did you know the whole thing with Hale Bopp? No. There was there was a cult that was like following Hale Bopp, and it was like I don't remember all the details. I just remember it all happening. But there was a mass suicide uh, in in <gasps> conjunction with Hale Bopp coming, where they were like, "This is this is the end of the road for us. We're gonna go on to the next plane of existence by following the Hale Bopp comet." And it was
1: oh my goodness. Oh yes,
0: yes. I've it never was, heard about that. Oh really? Well, I just no. remember, I remember it happening because we were all like going to, we were like prepping for the Hale-Bopp comet in school and everything. And it was, yeah, it was really overshadowed by the, Oh, it was the Heaven's Gates. I can't remember.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah, Heaven's Gates. Tragic Crazy. stuff.
0: Tragic stuff.
1: All right. Well, Nick, take us beyond the zip code.
0: Okay. Well, we already mentioned the CW years, so let's stick with it. From 2020 to 2023, Rob Estes, who plays Harry Wilson in the CW years, appeared as Ken in the After trilogy of movies. The movies are based on the popular and naughty book series by Anna Todd. (laughs) Good to
1: know. Let's look at our synopsis for Storm Warnings. Jim and Cindy send Brandon two tickets to Hong Kong, and Tracy's not happy when she learns that she's not invited. Meanwhile, Dr. Martin has a stroke, and Donna blames David. Val gets involved with Rob's career, and then Rob gets involved with Val. Hey-oh. Things get weird with Steve and Claire when Claire seemingly wears a testosterone patch. Finally, Kelly arranges a reunion with Joey and his mom while the gang braces for a storm. Yeah. Everyone is kind of doing, like, they each have their own thing. That's true. It's
0: all just, like, single, yeah.
1: All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Living in Beverly Hills.
0: Today's episode was directed by Bethany Rooney and written by John Welpley. I feel like we're in a stage, and we have been for a while, where it's, like, outside forces come in and our characters react to them you know what i mean i feel like people aren't having yes. a lot of like their own personal kind of stories happening i i guess yeah that's fair i guess brandon and tracy is maybe the most like interpersonal thing that's happening and it's the thing i hate the most so <laughs> yeah. i don't know but i just kept feeling like the only character development here is like rob again and joey again like those are the things that are Moving us along. Claire and Steve haven't had, like, a plot in a while. It's just kind of like wackiness, wackiness, you know? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Shenanigans. I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. Returning players include Michael Durrell as Dr. John Martin and Jason Lewis as Rob Andrews. Final appearance of Sam Saleta as Joey Evers. We have some new recurring players uh, in Rick Hartz as Alan Black. He's best known for long-term stints on several daytime staples like Days of Our Lives, Guiding Light, The Bold and the Beautiful, and General Hospital, where he was on like 100-plus episodes of each of those shows. So very successful soap actor here. And we have Bruce French as Dr. Abrahams. So many Star Trek roles, Kendra. He was in Next Gen. (laughs) He was in Voyager. He was in Enterprise. He was in Star Trek Insurrection. So much going on. We have Marnie McPhail as Mrs. Merrick, so this is Joey's mom. She was in the old show The Edison Twins, plus episodes of Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek First Contact the movie, and Star Trek Borg, the interactive game experience, and did series regular work on the show Braceface. And finally, we have Marcy Goldman here. She plays the nurse. She also appeared on Melrose Place, so friend of the franchise, plus shows like Veronica Mars, The West Wing, and you guessed it, Kendra, Star Trek Generations, the film.
1: Star Trek. So much. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> we start at Kelly Donna Claire's. Uh, Kelly hasn't really slept well since Joey left because she's been so worried about him. Mm-hmm. Claire was supposed to sleep over at Steve's, but she's having a hard time with Steve. It's just like, you yeah. know, he wants sex, and when he wants sex, he wants sex. That's all he wants. If she doesn't want it, too yep. bad. yep. So she's she's pretty annoyed with yeah. him. Apparently, uh, the night before, he demanded his, his quota.
0: <laughs> yeah, classy, <laughs> Which, classy. Gross. There has been uh, um, very little follow through with the whole Dick Harrison OD. It really seemed like that was yes. impactful to Steve, but I guess not. I don't know. I
1: forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, actually.
0: so did they. Yeah.
1: So Claire thinks it's time to sink to Steve's level. Oh. We don't know what that means. No, what could it mean? She's got something up her sleeve. Yep. So Claire leaves for the day, and we see Joey on the porch, and he waits until Claire leaves, and then he makes himself known to Kelly. Yeah. And Kelly's very happy to see him, but he, like, begs her not to take him back to the shelter. And so she promises... That she won't she take won't. him back to the shelter. She
0: won't. Kelly's gonna do hard time. She's gonna share a cell with Colin.
1: <laughs> yep,
0: reunited. I really wonder why they were like, you know what? This Joey plotline's got a lot of meat on it. Let's do two. Let's let's <laughs> let's do a sequel.
1: It's ripe for multiple. We
0: need episodes. more.
1: After the intro, we get a very long like intro montage, and I don't know what the song was that was playing. But it stuck out so much to me that yeah. I like, made a note yeah. about how crazy it I was. I know what you
0: mean. It must have been Music Replacement because it was another one of those, like, sunny day, driving in a car in the sun and some shopping.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the Walsh house, Brandon and Val are talking, and he's like, oh, you have such a busy life, Val. You run a club. You go to school. You're... You know, you're now you're have a boyfriend. Like, how do you do it all? How, how does she? <laughs> and he's like picking on her because she's dragged herself out of bed and mm-hmm. is looking tired. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, that's she's, a funny Brandon Valerie scene. I could use more of that.
1: Yeah, we don't get a lot of that. We don't. And lately, it's been like if we do, he's been mad at her or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Normally, if Brandon talks to Valerie, he's like, "How about you stop being a whore, Valerie?"
1: <laughs> yeah. Brandon tells Valerie that he got an email from Jim and Cindy that they are sending two tickets to Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, that kitchen kitchen computer's back, emailing in the kitchen. Yep,
1: emailing. And at first he asks, he kind of does ask, or Valerie's like, oh, can I come? And he says, oh, really? You want to leave Rob alone in L.A. with all of the vices yeah. that come with L.A.? And yeah. she's like, yeah, you're right. Besides, you'll be taking Tracy oh and Brandon's like yeah maybe yeah
0: (laughs) this is definitely a throwback to a simpler time where you could just like get a ticket on an airplane with no name just walk in wearing shoes smoking a cigarette (laughs) you know you got a can opener (laughs) in your pocket everything's fine yeah you can do whatever you want pushing a wheelbarrow full of sawdust onto the plane it's fine (laughs) it's the 90s
1: at Kelly Donna Claire's, Joey and Kelly are watching some TV, and Kelly finally turns the TV off and is like, Okay, tell me everything. Yeah. Why did you run away? Like, what's your name? Yeah. We learn his full name is Joey Evers, and he is from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay. And the reason he ran away is because his mom married a jerk named Ernie. Ernie. And his mom is going to have a new baby, yeah. and so he feels like they're going to be their own family, and they don't need him yeah, they anymore. Don't need him.
0: Fun fact about Ernie Kendra—I forgot the actor's name, but it is his only credit in anything. Really? He, yeah, he just showed up as as Ernie in this, and was like, "You know what? This isn't for me. I'm done."
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe the actor who played Joey was really like difficult. Maybe, to work with.
0: maybe, yeah, could be.
1: And Kelly tries to level with him. She's like, you know, uh, I know what it's like to have to deal with a stepdad, Mm -hmm. and it can be hard, but, you know, they love you. And Joey says, well, then, you know, why haven't they found me? Yeah. If they really loved me, they would have found me. And it's because they haven't been looking. They're glad I left. I
0: guess. I guess. So he came to the right person because if anybody can understand daddy issues, it's Kelly. You know? Yeah. This kid just ran away. Everybody. Kelly fell yeah. into a big cracker barrel full of crack cocaine. So they handled it in different ways, but the trauma is the same.
1: At the Student union, David and Donna are just super in love, especially David. Oh he is just like riding high Loving from it. last episode. It. story that Grandma Martin yeah. told to them yeah. about her...
0: Uh, love life nothing and puts you in the mood that, for romance you know, if love can like conquer
1: that all, maybe it can conquer this resentment that i've been dealing with towards your parents and especially your mom yep. for the way you know she acts towards me yep. and he kind of like wants to go talk to them he wants to do something he wants to like prove his love for donna and donna's like or <laughs> we just let it go and yeah. who cares and it's fine and just let
0: it be. It, which is so such a weird thing for Donna to say because, like, Felice keeps being a problem in all of her relationships. And she's like, maybe it'll just go away. It's like, it won't. You know, it won't. I don't yeah. really get that from Donna.
1: Yeah, it's dumb. Steve is worried because there's a storm coming in and his dad is out of town and they have this house in Malibu. So he's decided he's going to go down to the house in Malibu and, like, you know, put up the sandbags and shore up the house and get it ready Mm -hmm. for this storm that's about to hit. And he also learns about the tickets to Hong Kong and he really, really, really wants to go. He says, I need a break from Claire. And then he and Brandon start having this whole, like, conversation about women and, oh, they always have feelings. Yeah.
0: as as
1: as they're talking, Tracy arrives and they act like, you know, they were talking about nothing. Mm -hmm. And Tracy tells brandon she wants him to come home with her for spring break and you know hang out with her and her parents <laughs> but he's like oh i'm going to hong kong so
0: that's nah, not, not gonna work not gonna work out myself. yeah remember the last time we went to tracy's house though she her ex-boyfriend was always there like delivering a breached calf and like the parents yeah. were gone <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole thing i wouldn't want to go back
1: yeah So he does not tell Tracy about the extra tickets.
0: Yeah, interesting, interesting. Because I don't think it was because she had other plans. I think he...
1: No, I think he didn't want to go with her. I think
0: he didn't want to go with her, too. And I've spent some time with her, and frankly, I wouldn't either.
1: (laughs) At Rob's house, he's out in his shed doing some some woodworking. Because if you remember, he was a, a carpenter before he was an actor. And he, Valerie comes over to see him and he's kind of, he's kind of moaning about being a star and what it's like. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, what's a star? Nothing but a big ball of gas. And Valerie's like, do you know how lucky you are? Like you need to enjoy your life. Yeah. And Rob says, well, I'm enjoying you. (laughs) Yeah. He also wants Valerie to read a potential script for a a movie that he might take on after his current project. He might. At the Peach Pit, Steve comes in and Nat is worried because Claire has ordered, like, enough food for three people. And this, this has worried Nat. And Steve is also confused. So Claire has gone full, like... Steve. Basically, she's wearing like a like a cut off yep. sleeve, cut off shirt. She's eating a ton of food. She's being, you know, rude and messy. And she says that she um she joined like a study and now she's wearing this testosterone patch. Yeah, because Steve is always saying that she's, you know, too emotional. So now she's yeah. using the testosterone to balance things sure. out.
0: This checks out. That's how it works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Steve doesn't seem too uh, too excited about this. No, no. David goes to see Dr. Martin, even though Donna told him not to. That is
0: expressly against Donna's wishes.
1: Yep, and he, you know, they go into his office, and he says, you know, he needs some advice, and he tells him that, you know, he's worried about Felice, and he would do anything to change Felice's opinion of him. And while they're talking, like... Dr. Martin is like loosening his tie and it kind of seems at first like he's just like uncomfortable yeah. with the talk that yeah. they're having, but he tells David to just be yourself and eventually she'll get tired of this tirade that she's on. Which again,
0: <laughs> terrible advice, terrible advice. Cause we've all met I mean, police. how many
1: years has it been of it's, her disliking yeah, that's David? That's just
0: not true. That's just not true at all.
1: So Dr. Martin gets out of his chair and then we see that he is not feeling good. And then he just collapses and David catches him and calls for a nurse and they, you know, the nurse comes in there to help. And then we see Donna answering her phone and it's someone calling her to tell her that her father is in critical condition in the hospital. Yep. So we go to the hospital and it's, it's not going great. He had a stroke and he's, Like, they're trying to stabilize him still. Like, he's not stable, and he's, like, fighting to hang on at this point. They administered a TPA, which they're hoping, because they were able to do it so quickly, will minimize any brain damage from the stroke. So David arrives, like, he and Donna meet up when she gets to the hospital, Mm -hmm, and... She's, you know, very flustered, but she goes to call Felice to tell her yeah. what happened.
0: And it's surprised that David's there at all.
1: Yeah, because she didn't know that he was going to see John. Dr. Martin. Yep. At Kelly Donna Claire's, we get a very quick scene where Kelly calls Joey's mom and leaves a voicemail for her. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess she just looked her up. The yellow pages? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Well,
0: yeah, she was like. She was saying, like, if you are this person who, used, you know, this used to be your name and you have a son. So I imagine she called kind of everybody with a similar name in that phone book. Yeah.
1: At the Walls house, Tracy is packing to go to Steve's. She's going to go with Brandon and Steve to help, you know, get the house ready. Yeah. And she's like packing some food. And Valerie comes in and they're chatting. And Valerie is like, oh, did you get spring break worked out? And Tracy's yeah. like, yeah, Brandon's going to Hong Kong. And she's like, Oh, well, what about the other ticket?
0: <laughs> yeah, which Valerie, come on.
1: I know. leave the room, Valerie. That was a
0: weird but mistake yeah, so from Valerie.
1: She, you know, Tracy realizes that there's this other ticket. And when Brandon walks in, Valerie like very quickly leaves the room. Yep. And Tracy immediately brings it up. And Brandon kind of tries to play it off, like, oh, you told me that you were going to see your parents and I didn't want to take yeah. you away from that.
0: Yeah, Not, not a good cover. Which, not a good cover.
1: Yeah. And Tracy doesn't really believe it, but then it's kind of like, it comes out that like Jim and Cindy might not even know that Tracy, like they might not even know her name. Yes. Like he hasn't really talked to them about
0: her. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I don't know. I mean, Tracy, at what point does she get a little self-respect because like, this keeps happening where he is like not into her and she keeps being like so uh, many red flags one more you get one more chance mister you know it's like (laughs) if i've
1: been dating someone for this long and i found out they hadn't told their parents Uh like my name yeah i'd be like okay like i think i think you're not into there's fully no excuse
0: yeah it's that's rough that is rough
1: Back at Kelly Donna Claire's, Joey and Kelly are looking through a picture book. They talk about how his mom was really fun until his dad died, and then it's been really rough since then. And they decide that they're going to go to the beach.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: At the Walsh house. No, this must be at the Peach Pit, because this is when Valerie meets
0: Yeah, Peach, pit. Peach Rob's pit. manager. Yep.
1: Yeah. Is it his manager or his agent? I'm not sure. Okay, whatever he is, Valerie yeah, meets guy. him. And he tries to like be like, Hey, you know, can you give us a minute and we'll be with you? But Rob wants Valerie to stay and he asks how she liked the script mm. and his agent is a little appalled that he let her read the script. Yep. But she says, you know, the character is masochistic and unredeemable and I just don't think it's a good fit for yep, you. Yep. And, you know, that she and the agent kind of argue a little bit and she's like, you know, fine, whatever. I I told you my two cents. Do what you want to do. Yep. The agent, I guess, has a very, like, big vested interest in him taking this part. Yeah,
0: basically he has, for, to, he has to sign him for this thing.
1: So he thought it was a done deal. But back at the hospital, Donna wants to see her dad, but he's just not in good enough shape yet for him to just for her to see him. Felice, though, is on her way back. She was, like, on a trip or something. But Donna yeah, was able she's to reach on, her, she's, on, she's a, on her way back. A
0: cruise. She was on a cruise with Donna's aunt.
1: Yes, yes. And Donna turns on David. Oh, my she's gosh. She's like, yeah. this is your fault. Yeah. I told you not to talk to my dad. You yep. stressed him out, and you did this to him, which is It's unhandic. very
0: out of left field. I I thought that was really strange.
1: Yeah. I mean, we kind of teed this up already. Because remember the episode where she was, like, helping in his office?
0: That's right. Yeah, Like, that's how true. busy
1: he is yep. and how overworked he is. Yep. So, yeah, for her to to say that, I don't know, it is, I think she, I don't know, I guess she's just mad. I guess, but, yeah. Because then she always says, you always have to have it your way. And I'm like, is that yeah. the way
0: <laughs> yeah. that it is? I, yeah, I don't, definitely, definitely some emotions flying here that I don't know really make sense.
1: So then the doctor, he was able to, like, pull some strings and make it so Donna can go back and see Dr. Martin. And so she does, and he just is just, like, staring into space. He doesn't, like, register that she's there or react to anything that she says to him. In Malibu, I guess her friends are just like, sorry your dad's in the hospital. We're going to Malibu. Maybe they don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So they're getting all the, the sandbags ready to put around the house and Joey and Kelly arrive. And so now she's taking him like to a different, she's right? De- I mean, she's definitely a different like city. Malibu's yeah. is different than yes. LA, isn't yes. it? Yes.
0: She's fully kidnapped him now for sure. <laughs> for sure.
1: Um. So he like, when they arrive, he like is standing on the railing or something and she's trying to get in to get down. And yep. he's like, you're not my mom. And she's like, no, I'm not, but you don't need anybody, do you? And uh-huh. he very quickly apologizes to her, yep. and he's going to help. Steve is very unhappy with the whole Claire situation. Kelly, like, brought her beer, and she's just, like, full guy mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: again, that's Tra- how it works. So and Tracy she is still it. mad
1: at Brandon, not talking to Brandon.
0: Yeah, well, Brandon- why is she showing up with hanging out with Brandon's friends, I guess is my question. You know? Yeah. Maybe don't do I it. Know. Maybe don't do it. When she
1: stormed out of the house, I thought that she was leaving, but then she's in Malibu. I was like, so you still drove all the I way know. to <laughs> Malibu. With I him? know. I okay. know. She's like,
0: this conversation is over. I will see you at the group hang.
1: <laughs> I will see you in the car.
0: <laughs>
1: Brandon tries to convince her that it's no big deal, but she's like, why? You know, you're trying to hide me from your parents. And so then Brandon, like, gives in. He's like, you're right, I was wrong, please come to Hong Kong with me. And she says, no, I don't want to go.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: At the Peach after Dark, Rob has left a message for Valerie. He apologizes for the way his, you know, the interaction with his agent. And he said he's not taking the part. And also he wants to see her. Yep. So I can't tell if this is Valerie just like seeing how much sway she has over Rob. Or if it's genuine that she didn't think it was a good part for him.
0: I don't know. I I, I kind of wondered that, too, because it does feel like she sees an opportunity. Early Val would definitely be working an angle here. This Val is just so earnest, it's hard to say. But I'm going to say she's yeah. working an angle.
1: Okay. Back at the hospital, David brings some food for Donna, and she doesn't want it. She says she's not hungry. And David tries to explain. He's like, I didn't give your father a stroke. Like the conversation we were having was not stressful at all. Um, And I wanted him to know how I feel about you and that I, I want a future with you. Yep. And Donna, Donna pretty quickly like backs down from being so mad at him. And David's trying to be hopeful. He's like, you know, the TPA it'll take time, but he's got a really good chance at recovering. But Donna is, you know, she's being a little like, it, it just feels useless yep. but David is trying to trying to keep her positive back in Malibu Steve is grilling out some food for everybody yeah and Kelly and Brandon are inside talking and Tracy is like watching them like she can see them mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. which again Tracy just yep. like let it go back away just, just get out of the relationship
0: yeah get out
1: and so Kelly and Brandon are talking about a lot of things. They talk about, you know, how Tracy's mad at Brandon and how there's a lot of things he doesn't understand about women and that kind of stuff. Tracy comes in to say that uh, the roads are closed for the night because of the storm or whatever. So I guess the the lights are out. I don't know. Yeah. They can't go home. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, correct. So they're going back outside to eat, but Kelly's phone rings, and it is Mrs. Merrick, and she is frantically yes. looking for joey's yes. like very upset and we see on her end we see like a lost poster that she had put up with joey's picture yep. and so kelly like fills her in on the situation and tells her you know why joey ran away and all that stuff and mrs merrick says that you know they've been worried sick about him and they will be on the first plane out to come and get him yep Back at Rob's house, Valerie stops by to see him, and he's made her something in his Aww. shop. Aww. <laughs> he made her a mirror, like one of those like, full-length, on-wheels kind of mm-hmm. mirrors. Mm-hmm. And uh, she likes it so much, she says she's going to stay the night. Wow. So okay. I guess that's, her, that's what does it for I Valerie. Guess, I guess it does, yeah. Mirrors. Back at the hospital... Um, The next morning, Donna wakes up and she stayed at the hospital all night. She tries again to talk to Dr. Dr. Martin, but he still doesn't respond. Right. Back in Malibu, Claire wakes up Steve and tries to get busy. But Steve's (laughs) like, no, it's too much. We're doing this too much. You want it all the time. That's right. You have to quit these hormones or we're done. That's right.
0: She's got to try a little tenderness.
1: She's like, Oh, really? Am I acting too crude and too boorish? And he's yeah. like, Yes. Why are you acting this way? Yep. And she reveals that the patch she's been wearing is just a band aid. It was
0: all it's, in jest. Yes.
1: It, it got through to Steve. He's like, Am I really that rude and insensitive? And he apologizes for acting that way. Yeah. This is another not great
0: we- couple they've developed into. <laughs>
1: We learned that Tracy took off early. She didn't wait for Brandon. She just mm-mm, left.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And um, the storm, by the way, has just, it like passed them by. It never hit. So they did all these yeah. sandbags, and Brandon's yes. like, all right, well, let's get rid of the sandbags. But Steve's yep. like, no, no, no. Let's leave the sandbags so that my dad sees what a good job I did. Yeah. I mean, not a,
0: not a terrible idea. <laughs>
1: So Kelly goes to talk to Joey. He's, like, sitting out at the beach. And she tells him about how when uh, Mel and David first came into the picture, how she didn't like Mel. She didn't want to give him another chance. She was just, like, you know, another stepdad. But that David really convinced her to give him a second chance. And now he's, like, you know, the best guy. And they have a great relationship. And so he says, you know, maybe... Ernie is trying to give your mom a second chance and you should give Ernie another chance. Yeah. And as they are talking, Joey's mom arrives and he they run and hug and and then we see Ernie and Ernie is like... <laughs> not how I was picturing he would be.
0: <laughs> he's
1: kind of like... A, he's kind of a little dumpy. Yeah, I don't he know. Is. He is. <laughs> and he's got like a... like. One of those, like, the top of his head is bald, but yeah. he's got, like, long hair in the back. Well,
0: yeah, I guess like, the way that they were talking about Ernie in the beginning, I guess I thought he was going to be some, like, corporate attorney or something. Do yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but no. So,
1: it, I laughed out loud when I saw him. I don't know. I, <laughs> you weren't supposed to laugh. I don't think
0: so. Sense. I don't think so. But it was a little surprising, yeah.
1: But they have a big family hug, so. oh Hooray. Yeah. At the Peach Pit after dark. Rob's agent stops by to see Valerie. Oh. And he says, hey, I underestimated you, and I want to cut you a deal. Yeah. He says, the studio took your advice. They're going to rewrite the whole movie. They're bringing in a new writer. Oh, great. They're going to rewrite the movie, and I want you to convince Rob to do it. Uh Uh-huh. And Valerie at first says, I'm not doing that. Like, it's not the right role. He's not doing it. But then... Uh, he gives her a check for 10 grand. Not bad. And says he will give her another 10 grand after he signs the contract, yeah. after yeah. Rob signs the contract. Yep. And Zal immediately is like, let's get to work. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which again, this could be like Ray taking the money from Felice to show Donna what her mother was really like. But I sort of feel like Val's going to take the money.
1: I don't know. I, I don't I... know. If she'll have a change of heart. It kind of feels like when she. Uh, blackmailed what's-his-face about the baby situation yes yes I hope she wanted the money then like
0: it makes her a terrible person but like I honestly hope that Val's gonna like take this money and try to manipulate this guy because I miss (laughs) that character I miss having like kind of a villain on the series you know be nice for her to have some agency and not just I don't know be pathetic
1: at the peach pits kelly is filling in nat on the whole joey situation and she's a little sad because joey's gonna be leaving and mm-hmm. nat says well hey you know if you want to hang out with kids you can come babysit yeah our baby anytime you want
0: yes ah, ha, ha, ha. the thing that uh when I, in my head i was like have we forgotten that aaron silver exists have we forgotten that because <laughs> aaron would be yeah but pretty much in the ballpark it would have been nice if she would have called up Mel or something and been like, I'd like to come see Aaron, but we didn't have any of that. So whatever.
1: Yeah. Tracy finds Brandon and apologizes for leaving early. <sighs> and she says, You know what, let's just each go on our breaks and we'll see what happens when we get back. And Brandon says, You know, I think I didn't ask you because taking someone like across the ocean to meet your parents is a really big Step. Yeah. And he says, So I, you know, I had to think about it. Am I ready to take that step? And the answer is yes. Mm. Tracy, will you go to Hong Kong with me? Wow. And she is so excited. She says, Yes.
0: Well, all is forgiven, I guess.
1: I guess. So then they start kissing, and then Kelly is like sitting at the bar, sadly watching them kiss.
0: Yeah.
1: Nick, this happened to me. I brought my boyfriend, now husband. To Japan oh, to meet my right. parents. That's right.
0: I remember that. Yeah, and it worked and out. And there
1: so... was no hesitation. Yeah. My parents were like two tickets, and I was like, yes, please, wow. let's go to Japan. Wow. And we're still together. We're still so together to this day. day. So,
0: you know. so maybe there's hope for Brandon and Tracy, I guess is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> no, I think there's no hope. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: It's a different situation. Okay.
1: The last scene is at the hospital. Dr. Martin is... A little more responsive now. He's talking very slowly. But when Donna walks in the room, he's he like calls, he says, My precious or something. He calls her something. My and Donna's like, Dad, it's me. And he says, Yeah, who else would I be referring to? And so he recognizes her. So he's, you know, he's talking slowly. He's definitely not fully recovered, but he at least recognizes Donna. Yeah. And
0: that's the end of the episode. There we go. Well, uh I you know, better than the last episode in which nothing happened, but we're still kinda in yeah. that ballpark. <laughs> For sure. I, I don't know. Did you have a nine oh two and zero snap?
1: Um, I think I'll give it to uh when Dr. Martin faints. Mm, yeah. Or has the stroke.
0: Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm gonna give it to when Tracy first finds out that she's not invited and, and like walks out, even though it's immediately undone i felt like the drama in that (laughs) moment was uh that was pretty fun uh verdict, kendra uh
1: yeah better than last episode i think things are moving along i'm kind of over claire steve shenanigans yeah yeah but um yeah it was definitely a step up from last yeah
0: i'm just i'm just not liking the zone that we're in
1: yeah i I, I agree it feels like like we're treading water
0: this was maybe about the time in high school when i was starting to it was less appointment TV for me at this point and like rewatching it. I'm really understanding why young me was kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'll just go play with my friends. (laughs) 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 Maybe I'll go to an arcade. I don't know. Uh, So yeah, weird place, not loving it. uh, Ready to be moving on to the next stuff. I guess that's where, uh, that's where I'm at. And the next stuff for this episode would be uh, episode Twenty-four spring breakdown, which I am looking forward to. I remember this episode.
1: Ooh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, yeah. But until then, you can catch me every other week on the Cindorian Life, a Star Wars podcast, right here on the Radio Network, and of course, but have you tried from the David A. Howe Public Library, where I'm about to watch and review the uh, the old show Joan of Arcadia? That was my assignment this time around.
1: Really? Yes.
0: <laughs> I've never seen it before, so this will be my first time.
1: I've never seen it either, but I remember it being a oh, phenomenon. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: it was. I remember too. So pretty soon I won't be able to uh I won't be able to claim ignorance because I will have seen Joan of Arcadia. What about you, Kendra? What are you doing? I know you're going to see Owl <laughs> yeah. City and I'm jealous.
1: I am going to see Owl City tonight and I am so excited yes. about that. Yes. Um, but besides that I'm Miss MusicBox ninety one on Twitter and I am the co host of the podcast 90s Music Got Me Life where That's we right. talk I need music. That's right. That's right. Sometimes.
0: I'm I'm patiently waiting for the next episode.
1: Yep. Keep waiting. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, Kendra, 9021,
1: here we go. Here we go.